Is there any new people here, Mike? Can you scan the thing? Any person who hasn't got it yet, scan the squares. I saw somebody wave, I'm not sure. There's like, there'll be a frame around the squares that tells me if you're awake or not awake, or was once awake, or blew it, or near the point of awakeness. Oh, and I'll go ahead and mute all first. Okay, go ahead and unmute yourself. Can you? So I'm gonna. Can you unmute yourself? Yeah, unmute yourself yeah. Okay. I just did it. And I'm, we're not gonna allow participants to unmute themselves except when they raise their hands until the end. But go ahead. All right, well, uh, I don't know if I talked about it on Wednesday, but they had a, on the internet, they had a conference called the Nothing Conference, and then it, because of duality, in a sense, they had the Everything Conference. So they had Nothing Speakers, Everything Speakers. Yeah. Now, my view was... Uh, <laughs> The people that are clear about nothing should have went to the everything conference so they could learn about what they're not. And the ones that are into everything should have been introduced to nothing so that they could see the uselessness of everything. Yeah. So uh, when I was going to speak, I uh, stuff was going through the head and I figured the topic of non-duality is quite an unusual one because it's basically its premise is that you and I are what we're looking for not based on our conditions or circumstances or age or intelligence or abilities or disabilities but just a basic fact that you are what you're looking for and in most messages, there's, some, there's a hope that you can become what you're looking for, or you will in time be what you're looking for, or the terrible way producing a lot of fear is you were what you were looking for, but you did something terrible to exile yourself from that. And there's all these, and therefore, the reaction to the message isn't like the reaction to non-duality which is so cool in a way because when you get a hit of what people are, are attempting to convey, not the words, but the sense of you are what you're looking for, a sense, you know, a feeling or whatever, intimacy. Uh, as soon as you get that, then the contrast of what you're not is brought into the light in a sense, yeah? Because now you have a hit of what you are which really lends a brightness to, this, to uh, the surveillance of what you're not. Yeah? I don't know how else to say it, but it's pretty interesting where a lot of other methodologies won't produce that amplified contrast because there's a subtle assuming or implying you are that which you're not. Yeah? And you're going you're gonna to become on that which you're not and then you'll be that which you are. Yeah, but in fact, you're just not that. 
Yeah. And I find the non-duality message, because of the duality of everything, when it goes up and you get a hit on it, it'll, it actually brings light to the opposite, so to speak. Yeah. It brings light to the mental activity when you get a whack of another activity, not mental, let's say. Yeah. But if you keep trying to get a whack as a mental activity, it's just going to be more mental activity, in my view. Yeah. So, obviously, a lot of people, one of the shares they have at satsangs is that they intellectually know it. Yeah. But there's a frustration there because the mental, the mental activity, which we could call intellect, believes it knows the idea of non-duality, but it's not translating to a freedom from the intellect, so to speak, <laughs> or from the mental activity, because the mental activity can't lead you to freedom from the mental activity. It's just more mental activity. <laughs> yeah, It's such a dilemma, in a sense, if you don't see it. So when you get a hit, and I would imagine everyone who's gotten bitten by the message of non-duality or the statement, you're sort of, your head's already in the tiger's mouth. Something got revealed, yeah? And it's, it's brought, it's, uh, it, it changed the, the direction of the light and was put on what you would call just the referral back to what I already am, my, can you, you're getting a double thing. You're breaking You have up. that mic? And, yeah. You're breaking up for me. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, it's just breaking up. Uh, they can hear me. All right. I'm using the phone again, so. Uh, you'll make sure. So, the idea of every one of us here obviously must have gotten a sense of something when they heard the idea of non-duality, yeah? That the great relief that's offered if you are what you've been looking for, yeah? Because obviously, if you are what you've been looking for, then looking for it would become, you know, pointless in a sense, yeah? You'd be done because what the looking... The, what the looking for what you already are can show you is that it's failed, yeah? So that, that, and why is it failed? After you blame yourself in a self-centered manner of, well, I didn't do it enough, I should have stayed there longer, I should have went to India and Tibet that trip, da-da-da-da-da. After you get exhausted by all of that, you really see the failedness of looking for what you already are and actually using what you are to look for what you are. Yeah. And then hopefully you run into this statement of Huang Po, hey, that what's looking, um, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. It's the exact same. Yeah. So first there's the hit of non-duality in a sense, and then there's the warnings about that, how it's going to be translated into duality. Yeah. And if we're so accustomed and habitualized to, take it up, to, to taking ourselves to be a subject-object continuum, yeah, you can see how the non-duality would get neutered by the duality claiming it. Yeah? Because then it would try to fit it, fit it into duality where non-duality is a negation of that which you would like to fit it into. Yeah? 
So maybe it would behoove us to get a working sense of duality. So when people talk about things and you can go, aha, yeah, there's the swing that way. And then there's inevitably a swing this way. Yeah, there's an expansion and then there's a contraction or there's a contraction, then there's an expansion. You start seeing like the inhalation and exhalation of the manifesting, the dreaming, the dreaming of duality. You start getting a sense of it from the non-duality, yeah, from whatever you want to imply that is. You start seeing what you're not. And in seeing what you're not, you arrive at where you are, which took no arrival, yeah? But it feels like you have arrived, but when you arrive, it tells you it's always been this way, yeah? So as long as you haven't arrived, you can tell a long story about it. But if you ever arrive at where you already are, it always tells you it's always been this way. <laughs> you had never left, so there was no need to try to return. <laughs> I mean... Of course the head is going to try to faint and move away and look another way and try to make it something. But hopefully you've had a, some, a, it doesn't mean how much time you were in it. It was in it, yeah, in it, seeing all the movement of time and everything else. And, you know, once the gig is shown, it's the gig is up in a way. That's why I love that statement. You're talking as if you're outside the tiger's mouth. Your head's already in there. You come upon this idea, and really, it's pretty much over. <laughs> all, the, all, the, all the emphasis is based on you are taken away. It's not based on you. It's not based on you being vigilant or studying more or trying to concentrate. It's basically a fact, yeah? You're not what you think you, you're not what you're thinking you are. You're not that. Yeah. Why would you want to say you understand that and keep looking for it? I mean, then who the hell are you? I mean, it should have stopped it right there. Yeah. So, and it doesn't have, and the way I'm talking about stopping it, it doesn't mean the head stops. It's just you lose interest in the head's activities. Yeah. It's, an, it's not like a form of stopping like you stopped. It's stopping paying attention to that which doesn't stop, yeah? There's, there's a pulling back of the attention and interest, and then it gets distributed in, in different directions, yeah? And in different... Some of it doesn't even move anymore. It's just a sense of presence, yeah? It's like, it's like hovering attention and interest because you've been so busy... The mental state has been sending it all day, every second, trying to find something or forget something or distract something. When this giant cloud of interest and attention just stops, that's the sense of presence, really. Yeah, that's what, it's being interested in the interest. Yeah, it's being attentive to the attention. That's presence. That's how it feels. Yeah. All right, so open up the gates, I guess. Okay. Anybody want to raise their hand? Uh, Robert from New Zealand. 
Hey, Robert. Oh, asking to unmute now. Robert? Yeah. Hi, Paul. How you doing? Good. Yourself? Good. Good. Yeah. Um, I've been coming to these meetings for a couple of months now, and I just thought I'd share what my experience is. A um, couple of times you've mentioned uh, that you had doubts of the efficacy of Zoom as a medium to get the message through. But, you know, uh, for me, um, what was I going to say? It's, uh, there's been a, been a subtle shift. Um, shit doesn't seem to stick anymore like it used to. There's a, it's quite a lightness to life and um, I'm, no, I'm noticing a, a, like a, an innocence of everything around me. Pretty hard to explain, but it's, um, yeah, there's definite lightness to it. So the, the message is getting through, through this Zoom. Great. <laughs> it's, it's hard to describe, but it's easy, easy to travel as. Yeah, yeah. Because there's not a giant need really to describe it. Yeah, you lose interest in, uh, you know, there's a mental aspect that people sometimes call it the observer, the witness, but it really isn't outside the mental state. Yeah, you lose interest in all that. Yeah, you, you know, I mean, it's weird when I was out there using I probably needed to be highly observant, but I wasn't. Now, now everything's chilled out. Why would I need to be highly observant? I'm not doing anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, not, yeah. I'm not walking into banks with a, with a, a much more decorative mask, you know, hiding my whole face. I'm not doing shit like that. You know what I mean? I'm just sort of like a, an old cow grazing in the meadow most of the time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so when people ask me how I am, I don't know. I haven't checked it. I haven't checked it for a while. <laughs> I mean, I go on trips and people tell me, ask me, how was it? It's over. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. They say, are you afraid of sharks? And I say, no, not while I'm on land. I'm not yeah. afraid of sharks. <laughs> Maybe if I was in the ocean, I'd be afraid, but I'm not in the, in the ocean now. You know, that's obvious to me. Mm. I don't think it takes a lot of work to recognize what's happening. I don't. I really no, don't. No. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a lot of work to override what's happening with what's not happening. That's a lot of work. It really is. I mean, it's exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. So when that stops, traveling lighter is a many splendid thing. It means a lot to every, each, uh, each of us by observing how it went. You just, you know, basically, you know, after a few months, you realize, wow, you know, you've seen yeah. your interest has been moved and it's distributed differently. It's almost like you wake up to a whole new setting every few weeks, yeah.
nothing's changed, but yeah. 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 It's all very subtle. Yeah. I can't, um, can't put a finger on it. It's just stuff that would come my way before, uh, and trip me out. is just not really having that effect anymore. Yes. You see, this is like, it's like the unnoticed everywhere, all time condition. <laughs> if something comes and goes, it's noticed a lot more with, uh, than any that something that's always there. Yeah? yeah, this is the thing. That's the subtlety of it. You don't see it come in to produce an effect and then stop and look at its lovely work and leave. It's yeah. more of a basis. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, in hindsight, it's so much more valuable than uh, big eruptions because see big peak experiences usually are followed by a depression, so to speak. Yes. Yeah. It's got a lot of swings in duality. This is more of a median. It's just like a, a note that just doesn't stop. And then everything yeah. just goes back and then bounces off of that note instead of the mental note of irritability, restlessness, and discontent, which puts a real twang on everything. Yeah. Mm. This one sort of subdues and mutes all the notes. It's beautiful, really. Yeah. 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 Thanks, man. I, I've, yeah. I remember when you first came, Robert, it's a pleasure to have you in one of the squares. Thanks, Mike. Yes. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Robert. Victor. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Who is this? It's Victor. Yeah. That's, oh, Victor, that's yes. how are you, Victor? Yeah. Me again. I'm fine. Thank you. So I was wondering recently, uh, because I had this uh, strange experience, let's say, but it was very long ago. I, I, I was just wondering whether it's something that, that you would call a free sample, let's say. Uh, so long story short, I was preparing lunch, sat at the lunch, and then like everything disappeared, let's say. Like, but uh, out of nowhere, like, uh, I think at the point, at that point, I was like doing self-inquiry a bit and that kind of stuff. So not completely out of nowhere, but, but still it's, it, it didn't announce itself, let's say. And yeah, it's like the only, the, the, I can only describe it afterwards. Like during this, like I didn't know that it's happening. <laughs> that's, that's strange because probably because there was no, no reference point there. Uh, and like after I just, I just, uh, I just felt like, yeah, something definitely happened. Like there was, there seemed to be no time. I, I didn't have any idea whether I was sitting there for, like one minute or five minutes or 10 minutes, not, not quite sure even. I just remember that everything vanished, like everything, me and, and the world and just everything. Uh, it's strange, strange, strange to explain. And, uh, and I would say relief, but what I, what I really remember is like, uh, 
fear and desire was like unknown let's say like there was no no idea of 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 these these uh, things and and i was wondering uh first of all as i said whether you would call it a free sample that's one thing second thing is uh i have this thought in my mind that uh, it was quite extreme like there's a there's a thought in my mind that i don't even know whether and i don't know maybe that's just you know my mind playing tricks and trying to tell me that uh, it's something bad but uh, uh there is that thought that I don't know if in this state I would even react when someone called me by my name. Like, uh, I don't know if it was that extreme or it's my mind creating stories about how it would be like and that kind of stuff when it wasn't there actually. So, so it's like creating stories. And, uh, and the third thing, there was some, some other thing about this. Yeah, and what? No, you were at a kid, you were at a lunch place. You were at a lunch place. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. sure I, that? I, I, only, you sure that they yeah. didn't have magic mushrooms on the menu? <laughs> no. All I'm, right. I'm Just sure, yeah, because it was official, <laughs> official lunch place. So. <laughs> school, school lunch place. I, let me just jump uh, in. It, it's a. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. something like that happens. The message doesn't leave a mark. It just sets. It's almost like a, a vibratory earthquake, and then there'll be tremors. Now, what we get is the envelope, which is the story. Yeah, but the real message did its job. Yeah, it never went anywhere. It never comes back it's just always there yet when we have a hit of that that hit to me in me my experience with it it sets off like tremors and then you start noticing things related to that one day yeah or that five minute event you start seeing okay. that a little of uh, one little free sample uh, goes a long, long way, so to speak, yeah? But what we usually talk about is the envelope, you know, like, I was there, I forgot everything, and this and that. But there, obviously, there's none of that when uh, it was the dominant event, yeah? So, yeah. This is a dilemma, and a, it can be. See, it. nothing means anything other than the mind that's before it, yeah? So there's dilemmas... And, but nothing is a dilemma, yeah? An event can be given a meaning that it's a dilemma, or it can be given a meaning that it's something else, yeah? That's, what's, that's what dreaming is. If you have been introduced to the Course in Miracles, one of the most powerful first introductions was Lesson 2 for me, which is you and I give everything all the meaning it has. So this is what's happening, yeah? So... We see it in recovery. People have a, a, a lifelong story for like 10 or 20, 30 years of the worst thing that ever happened to them. They get into recovery, their mind changes, and now it's looked at as the best thing that ever happened to them. What was it? 
Yeah. Was yeah. it the worst thing that went through a huge transformation and turned into the best thing? No. It was just a thing that happened. Yeah? The reaction from where I was, I gave it the meaning of it was the worst thing, and now I'm having another response from another location, and I'm giving it the meaning of the best thing. Yeah? So this whole idea, like, you know, when people have let's say a free sample that has a little length in time. So they have an epiphany, supposedly. And I, they, I've been at that event a few times, and I noticed that when it ended, it coincided with a line of thought, which is, I'm having an epiphany. As soon as there was of a course. claiming of the epiphany, the epiphany was made into something, yeah? So when we have a story of a free sample, the story made it into something. The free sample already did its job, yeah? It created a little yeah. tremor, and it's just playing out. Now, the story about it is sort of like, uh, it's just always, always, we're trying to point out the modus operandi of the mental state. It doesn't mean it succeeds all the time, but it tries all the time, which is whatever it is brought into contact through us, it's going to claim. It's going to claim its own absence as an experience it had. It is. It's going to, be, it's going to claim to be the one who had the epiphany. Yeah? Now, if it's not noticed, it's going to make a story, and it's probably going to sell that story to a number of people and he'd maybe call up the 800 epiphany number and say, I had a huge epiphany. And then you'll become like, in a, like a big game hunter, a spiritual big game, and you'll have all these epiphanies on your spiritual mantle, but they're dead now. They're dead. The epiphany did its job, and the mental state did its job. Yeah? yeah. Hopefully you'll be able to see the mental state's job. You'll be the, ment you'll, you'll be the epiphany's job. Bob, I hope you see the mental state's job of making up a story of being the one. Yeah? That's the bondage. That's what a free sample is. Isn't to point out the unbelievable, ineffable allness. It's to point out what arises. Yeah? So that you can see it from the ineffable allness for a minute or two. You can recognize what you're not. And hopefully that doesn't get dismissed, and now you have a new cornerstone. You now start living from what, you're, what you are, yeah, as you're appearing to be what you're not. That's the traveling lighter. Yeah. Epiphanies will come and go. Fucking peak experiences will come and go. Uh, you know... What never came and never leaves is a different something. It's not, it doesn't have, it's not out there trying to mate with something else with gay colors and big crowns of shit. It's just ordinary dog shit awareness. Yeah. You're just yeah. awake to being awake. Yeah. It's not a, the parades get canceled. There's no big fucking gala. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's actually, let me, take, that's you, let me like, take you on my journey of being awake. 
I would maybe get through half the first blog and that would be it. I'd lose interest in it. <laughs> you know, I have groups. They get, in, they get in touch with me. Now, they haven't looked into us. They get in touch with me and they think they have an idea of me. And they are, they're like a master and they came to realize something doing something. And then when they start listening to me, they realize, not, not uh, intentionally, but it can be seen from them that I'm disputing their whole life story. So basically, they end the, they, they end the interview quickly, and I never get the, 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 the recording. Of the video, you know what I mean? And it never gets put out. <laughs> so sometimes... People get in touch with me. I say, have you listened to Zen Bitslap? Because <laughs> when, uh, this is not about having an experience. It isn't. It's about being a basis for all experience. Yeah? It's a difference. It's different. It's not, all right, you get a free sample, the next sample will be bigger. And then you'll get a super free yeah, sample. Yeah. And then you'll get a huge, big, big piece of pie. No, the sample is there to just uh, make something obvious that may not be obvious to us. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, someone sees you walking around with your zipper down and he just touches you on the shoulder and says, hey, bro, your zipper's down. Yeah, and then, oh. It, it makes you aware of something that you weren't aware of, so to speak. Yeah? And then the hopes of that is, wait a minute. Now, I'm actually seeing from there that which I'm not didn't get a free sample. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just went off on another riff, but yeah, I, it happened long ago. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not even like there's some kind of desire to repeat that and like, not at all. Like I was just wondering whether that's something that we would call the, the sample, but I know that what, what, like what is there, it's there, whether there is the sample present in the experience or not so yes see in a way there is no free sample it's the mind that makes it what it is yeah yeah the mind can take the most ordinary event and it's a free sample the mind can take a a drop a one drop of water off a, a, a slush of waterfallness it, it can do whatever it wants yeah it makes the free sample. The free sample isn't to anything. It makes it. Yeah. And you know what? When you get clear about what you're not, you're going to get a lot of free samples. <laughs> I mean, It's not the, the sample could be anything. It's what we make it, yeah?
not us. Us, we make a story out of it. What, what we are makes of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, the experience, let's say, just just to finish, ju just a comment. Uh, it's actually, it's. I completely it seems to completely agree with what you talk about, and what I mean by that is like there was no during this, like there was no one to claim this. So yes. before, before. I was thinking about okay when it happens like I will I will know that it happened and then I will be there to tell people that something happened with me and it was completely like ordinary like there was nothing like there was n not even a thing to say to someone not even idea to say to someone okay something is happening like there was I like when it finished like I I just had this feeling like the glue that glues everything like it's like the glue that everything sticks to it like the glue was removed like there's no 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 basis like no, nothing sticks because there's no glue there <laughs> yeah that's yeah that's, see yeah. and the thing is yeah it's not there's there's no one claiming it the mental state is a claiming that there's a someone claiming it yeah all there is is claiming there's yeah. no one or someone it's just claiming the claiming implies there's a someone, but there's no someone that's claiming. You see? Yeah. So the free sample tells you you're, because there's no someone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. It's just, it's, it's cool, Victor. Just keep coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's Victor. Anybody else going to raise their hands? Uh, what? Oh, there we go. John K. Oh, hey, Paul. Um, you gave a analogy, and you, you gave it again in a recent video, and I just wanted to understand it better. It was you, you set it up really nicely, this big martial arts tournament in ancient China, and you know, kicks and flying things and sticks and all that. And then, but there was this one quiet guy and people were starting to gather around him and he had a little a bird in his hand and he just, and like nothing was happening there. And like, what's, how did this guy become the, the champion of all the world of martial arts? Cause he just had a bird. But what he was doing was every time the bird tried to like fly from his hands, he, he you know, he, he would, you know. Yielded. Yielded, yeah. and. And that was just a really cool image, but what, what does it mean or what, how does it relate to this or what, how does it relate? All right. So a lot of the stuff that drives you crazy. Yeah. Has to push off that it's you that's being driven crazy or you that's causing the craziness. Yes. All the, all the mental shit, it has to have that trampoline jump, yeah? Without the sense of being the one, it, it's all inferring and implying it can't get a good bounce, yeah? So then you see it and then it goes, it just drops. See, the thing is, when it's you, it can get a bounce, yeah? Big bounce, so then it goes like this. So you're the one who got fucked over, boom, yeah? You're the one who should get revenge, boom. 
you're gonna show them boom yes and then a boom 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 and now you then yes now what happens if you take that bounce off who is it that got fucked over uh. <laughs> it doesn't yeah it hits but it doesn't bounce off yeah there's that yielding so now you see selfing you don't get carried away by what it claims or infers the self, yeah? You see the selfing. You see the mechanical bouncing, yeah? If it's going like this, you watch it. You get caught in it. If it's, see, you see it. It's just mechanical, like a slinky, yeah? It has nothing to do with you. That's what I meant about that story. He didn't have to do anything. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. He didn't have to show incredible strength or anything like that. He showed there was nobody there. That's the highest, highest form of martial art. How, how can you get hit if you're nobody? <laughs> My old Tai Chi teacher told me that story a long, long time ago. <laughs> I always liked it. <laughs> you see, selfing, selfing has a certain amount of juice, yeah? Maybe a bounce. It can bounce up about a foot or two. When we agree with the idea of being self, that gives it a huge amount of oomph. Yeah? Yes? Yeah. You're dealing with a whole different thing when you're added. Yeah? Because you'll follow the bounce to the 58th one. <laughs> you won't follow it for any other person, but if it's called Paul, you're following the whole fucking thing. For 30, 40 years. <laughs> you don't understand. You're the fuel. You're the freaking fuel of it. It's, it's your interest <laughs> that gives it its hold on you. It's your interest. You know, <laughs> it's truly the loss of interest you know when people have all these demonstrations of energy or whatever, they've had 20 epiphanies, they've gone into kundalini, euphoria, yeah, all that stuff, yeah. The greatest indication is loss of interest. That's the greatest indication of, of it all. It's a loss of interest in all of it. <laughs> it's not like uh, I've succeeded and I've become liberated. You lose interest in the need to be liberated. You see it as a complete folly. <laughs> you see it's a mistaken uh, odyssey. That which you're not needs to be liberated, but not what you are. Yeah? You see? And all it is, it's not like a, a violent unhooking. It's just a nonchalant unhooking. You just unhook yourself from that fucking train. You don't, but you lose interest. 
and now it's telling its little story, and you're going in a completely different direction. <laughs> and hopefully, the never, never the two shall meet. <laughs> That's what happens, I feel. I feel it wasn't like my interest got honed and became super sticky, and I never left my eye off the ball. It, was nothing, it has nothing to do with any of that. That would be if I was a great marksman or a fucking arrow shooter or, you know. <laughs> this is about more of a panoramic vision. Yeah, you're just walking around and you're open to see what's happening because you're not looking for anything too much. Yeah, you're just available. And then, uh, see, sometimes the highest odyssey can be what you're not trying to become what it is. And in a weird way, the collectiveness has given that a huge amount of nobility. But in most cases, it can be doing something unbeknownst to the person, and it may be reinforcing that which you would like to weaken, yeah? And therefore, how can those practices that are reinforcing the non-existent thing destroy it? You should see if that's true or not for you. Yeah, it's not an interesting idea. It's meant to be applied. You see, hey, you know, has something been made in my mental state that has to constantly be repasted all day because it can never really make anything? It cannot be a self, but what it implies when it's making up a self, it says it's already been there. It's an incredible move. It convinces us we are already that, which it's trying to build all day and can never succeed. <laughs> I think it's an incredible move. And until you get a sense of time and really see the malleability of it, that it's not a linear process from past to present to future, yeah? that the mental state is making shit up, by implying something after the fact and then installing it before all facts, yeah? So now it becomes the prior fact that has no discernment between true or false or black or white because it's a false statement in itself, in and of itself. How is false evidence ever going to be able to see false evidence? <laughs> it's going to appear real to it quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Then we talked about my friend is very much into Nizagadada Maharaj. I am that. Yeah. Respect the guy a lot. And so Nizagadada always talked about earnestness. Yeah. All you need is to be earnest. Seriousness isn't earnestness. Yeah. It's. To be serious can be a great disservice. Earnest to me is not seriousness. Yeah. I see a lot of the dilemma is an overabundance of seriousness. Yeah. I've seen it in recovery where people, they were so intent of, on getting better they could never enjoy as good as it was. 
Yeah, they were enslaved to improvement. Yeah. And so these, these methodologies that could be of service were being turned into a disservice because they were reinforcing the non-existent thing. Yeah. These statements are just for you to just let them land and see what they reveal. Yeah, that to me is communication. Yeah. I'm not telling you anything. I'm hoping something lands and then it will tell you. Yeah. Ding. It will tell you. And see, and, and if you come to certain conclusions, You're in the neighborhood of non-duality then, yeah? You see the failure of the system trying to get out of itself as itself or trying to get into its mythical idea of itself through the system, yeah? It fails. That's how it's successful. It shows us it's failed. So hopefully we get left with its devices without giving it something to grab or know or experience, just see its devices and then you'll recognize they're not yours. Fucking hallelujah. You mean I don't have to recipient, I don't have to know everything through this, these devices? No. You may know something way before those devices. Yes. So the reliance on the failed system comes into review yeah wait a minute yeah why the hell and there's no person but you recognize the failure of the system that there's been an extreme reliance on you can't be more relied on something than call it you you can't i mean that's a pretty high level of reliance you recognize that and then hopefully it the whack is sufficient this things will move for a while and then you'll recognize wait a minute like we used to have the old story the person falls down the big shaft and it's trying to grab something every step of the way and then suddenly it gives up and it finds out their wings. Yeah. You know what I mean? They thought they were hands to get something. They were wings to travel with. Yeah. Sort of similar to that in a weird way. So what we do here, hopefully, we just give you, uh, you know, maybe you never saw a duck before. So we try to describe a duck. So then when you come upon a duck, you'll recognize it. And maybe you'll realize, wait a minute, I'm, I've been calling myself a duck all these years. I can't be that, I'm seeing a duck. I must be something other than a duck. Yeah, yeah, so hopefully, bing, the lights go on and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can only hope. <laughs> I thought my career is gonna, was going to be over after the first tour I did. I thought I did. <laughs> I didn't realize how stubborn and and uh, just how fucking stubborn the mental state is. It can, it has the biggest balls I've ever seen. It will claim 
its own absence and tell you a huge story of how it had the experience. <laughs> it will. It's amazing. <laughs> I can't believe we just sit there and listen. It's incredible. <laughs> hey, I don't remember you being there. Oh, I was there. I was there the whole time the epiphany was going on. I don't remember seeing you there. Oh, no, I was there. Sit back, get comfortably numb. I'm going to call off all my spiritual friends. I had this epiphany. It was unbelievable. I had that epiphany. <laughs> it wasn't even there. <laughs> it's never been. Whatever there was, it's never been there. <laughs> How can I get rid of this pest? See, you're not the pest. <laughs> as soon as you try to get rid of it, you're more it than ever. Yeah? <laughs> what was, you know, what's one to do? I don't know. And all right, anyone else? Anyone else? Thanks, John. And uh, we have got a changing field of hands. The first one was by chat from Ben. So I'll unmute Ben. Chat now. from what? Ben? Ben. ben. Are people getting other people to come into the squares and ask questions? What? Uh, a guy named Steve gave me 30 bucks to come to this Zoom to ask a question. Uh, I'm too lazy to put my hand up, Paul, so I just contacted Mike. All right. Where are you? I'm, I'm good, yeah. I've got one of my little ditties for you. I was tuned into my drive-by movie watching the defective detective make another <clears throat> false arrest. The case against the accused had more holes than my granddad's old string vest. It's the long, longest running series in this head's history. It started out quite serious, but it's morphed into comedy. It's directed by a cosmic clown. I often forgot now which cop is out and which is in. Perhaps the case will be solved up on that silver screen, but I'll just eat the popcorn and lick the ice cream and carry on binge watching the Elvis and the detectives force the same old suspects to come clean. Who cares what I glean? Because it's all been seen that the cop who's always first upon the scene is called Cluzo, and he's never yet caught that crook who's always in between. Oh, very nice. Thanks, Ben. Cluzo or the... Uh, ben will now go to his subterranean... Well, I've, I've, I've regained the use of my legs, Paul. It's all, it's all, it's all your magic powers. Oh, good, good. I haven't tried, I haven't tried walking with them yet. But. Oh, don't worry. Just believe, my son, believe. I will. I've got faith. And Ben, can I go ahead and put that as its own clip on the... Yeah, if you YouTube? want to, yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks. Thanks. Cheers, Mike. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Um, and let's see, and then the drawer has his hands still up. Oh, I have to, sorry, I forgot to ask him to unmute it there. 
Hi, Paul. Do you hear me? Yes, I do. How are you? I'm good. I'm very good. Thank you. How are you? <laughs> okay, so um, what I wanted to, to, to ask or to say, um, sometimes there are moments that uh, there is a struggle and then there is a, just a, oh, but that's not me. And then there is uh, some things get clear and, and it's good. Um, but uh, and then sometimes uh, I can just uh, watch the this um, selfing, this mental activity, like you said before, bouncing again and again and again. And it doesn't bounce very very much, but it's bounce enough to to be extremely annoying. <laughs> it's like uh, I see it uh, bouncing and bouncing, and I, it's like. Um, and I just get in the end. I just get. I cannot uh, watch this anymore, and um, and I just have to distract myself or or, or do some uh, I don't know what. Go to do, to do a, a practice or whatever, just to to get away from it or to watch a film or whatever. Because it's uh, and um, yeah, sometimes it's just uh, it doesn't. It seems that seeing it doesn't uh, bring relief this is uh, this is uh, it's like it's not enough to bring relief the, the seeing of this jumping back and forth all right <clears throat> there's relief from that or there is relief from the one who had that yeah so mm. the one who wants relief from this shit is you're, what you're not. Yes? Yes. The relief from that is more accepting of the fucking dis-ease. <laughs> yes, but at that moment, accepting it, it is, it's like, um, it's like a torture. How can you accept a torture? <laughs> well, you're not doing the accepting. There's just an acceptance of it, and then what you're not squirming under that, that edict, so to speak, yeah? It's going to get to a point, it's not going to be moved to get out of what it's not in, yeah? The traveling lighter isn't that you're relieved constantly. This isn't like a get-out-of-jail-free card. It's that... You, you travel lighter through the dis-ease. It doesn't mean there's no dis-ease ever. Yeah? You travel lighter through it because, see, it's annoying. And then there's, then there's a claiming of the annoying, and now you're the one who's annoyed. That's where you never get fucking relief from. Hmm. The message is aiming at that relief, yeah? What you're going through now is coming and going, yeah? Yes. You'll watch a movie or you'll take a walk and you'll be distanced from that annoying, yes? Mm -hmm. That idea of being bonded to the idea of self is a lot longer lasting. That's, it's going on unnoticed and it's sort of an unbearability because of its constancy seems to be taken as normal. That's what the, that's the relief I'm talking about, to be, to be relieved of the bondage of self. Not to be relieved of being annoyed or this and that. Take out the, the one who believes he's getting annoyed. 
take that out of your life and you'll see you'll travel lighter through whatever else life has an offer for you. Yeah? And then you, yeah. you learn skillful means. Oh, I'm annoyed. Boo-hoo. So what? I watch fucking Criminal UK or something. Yeah? Am I annoyed 45 minutes later? No. Wow, I thought it was the end of the world. No. It's always the end of the world to you. To you. To you. That's where the relief is needed. Yeah? Hmm. You're going to be a slave to trying to get relief all day. If a little annoyance fucking puts you to at, you know, over the cliff, you're going to be a slave to getting relief all day. This is not just another fucking form of bondage of self. Yeah? There's skillful means to get out of the, the daily annoyances. Yeah? Other people have chronic fucking pain. They're on a different story. But to get out of annoyances of not getting what I want today at, you know, breakfast, there's thousands of ways to divert that little attention-grabbing condition, yes? Hmm. But what about the one that's constantly traveling as you all day? The one who is annoyed, and then the one who, that's going to say it's relieved, only to be, you know, super upset by the next annoyance, and then seeking relief from that, and then being upset by the next annoyance, and then now so on and so forth, going on and on. You don't see the unbearability of that? Yes, yes. In fact, uh, <laughs> I see the unbearability <laughs> of that, yes. So you weaken that, you see, there's zillions of skillful means to deal with annoyance, yeah? It's like that old thing that people who are helping others run into. Should I teach them how to fish or should I give them a fish? I think both. Give them a fish, then teach them how to fish. It's not an either-or thing, yes? But in this way, what is the, what is the cause of the of the shortness of relief and the and then and then the elongating of dis-ease yeah what's that the idea of being you let's get relief from that yeah and then we'll see how we travel through the other shit and maybe by use by noticing how you're traveling through the annoyances and everything else you'll see you're traveling a lot lighter the annoyances haven't stopped but the idea of you having the annoyance has stopped. Now you're on to something. Now you've seen the real bug in the works. Yeah, you. Haven't you ever noticed that? Oh, I hate here. So then you move to Thailand and then three months later, Thailand just looks like here. Yeah, because you are in Thailand now and you are here. The you, the you is the, is, is the prime suspect. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's like you said the, that uh, I, I cannot uh, get out of it as, as I, as myself. You can, like, self cannot get out of self. So 
Yes, it's um, it's clear, and then it's it's like there is so in this sense there is n there is nothing to do about it. It's just to use at the moment to use some skillful means, and uh, if it comes, it doesn't come from from me as 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 the action figure, the self. It's it will it will come from from there. Yeah. I should say it doesn't mean. You see, are you annoyed that a lot of people are annoyed right now? Probably not. <laughs> but it's, you're really pissed because it's you that's being annoyed. Yeah? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay. See, you can go to a lot of emotional landscapers. You can go to behavioral changers. This isn't the, the theater for that. We're here speaking of non-duality. Hopefully... Yes presenting where does all meaning derive from the meaning goes through you two thoughts you two experiences you two it's not experiences going through you it's everything's going through you into the experiences yeah yes we're changing the distribution Let's have a life of verbing, which is what's happening, not an interpretation of noun, yeah? And what's the primary noun in your interpretation? You. Let's see if that's true or not. And maybe that which is so annoying may not be seen as that annoying. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great. Yes. See, this is... This is a panacea that, now, that doesn't have a specific target, yeah? It's mm -hmm. not for measles, it's not for the flu, it's for the one who thinks they have the measles and the one who thinks they have the flu. That's what we're questioning. Because in my own observation, I saw that's the, where all the meaning is moving through, is that idea of being the one. Maybe if it's not true, I may travel lighter through every fucking thing else. And it has been true that I have traveled lighter through everything else. So I feel like it's almost as if there's a whole row of knots. And let's say being annoyed right now is one knot. And then inability to have a relationship with another person is one knot. Shut down from love, another knot. Physical pain, another knot. Yeah? And so there's these row of knots, and then you want to specifically target the knots, yeah? Try to loosen them up, but when you loosen one knot up, it doesn't necessarily loosen the ones next to it, yeah? What would happen if you could follow the knots back, and there's the first knot? And that first knot, a thread from the first knot goes through all the other things, yeah? That first knot is the identification as self. See if it's true or not. If it isn't true, it will loosen that knot, and then that loosen, ding, will go through all the other knots, and you'll know you're on to something. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. Yes, and this is uh, not something, uh, this can, can happen momentarily, and then it's everything tight, uh, get tight again, or it can be a, a longer, uh, um, because this is is, is what uh, because I have this experience like like, like or not I as a, as a memory yes there was a moment like oh this is not me everything is a little bit loose and then it's closed again that's it 
Yeah, see, but the mental state will claim the expansion and the closing. Mm. It has nothing, it's not one or the other. It's both that it's giving meaning to. If there's the expansion gets noticed, it arises and says, I'm the one who has the expansion. If it's a closing, you know, contracting gets noticed, it says, I'm the one who's doing the contracting or it's doing it to me. Yes? It's always added on to everything else. Why would you think everything else has more importance to that? Why would you want to go to each and every problem and dissect it when they're always preceded by my problem? Why wouldn't you go to the my? Mm -hmm. You have 30 different problems of 30 different topics, but there's one my preceding every one of them. Why would you waste time going down each dead end of the problem? Look at the my. That's what's giving meaning to the problem. The my is. The my is the act of being identified as the one who has the problem. Look at that. If you're going to look, let's put it to good use. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why would you want to stare at trees and take them as separate individual experiences and miss the whole forest? I mean, it's insanity to me. Okay. It's like getting rid of the mice and the cockroach when you have a huge elephant in the room. <laughs> you know what I mean? You look like you're keeping yourself busy. There's a huge fucking elephant in the room. <laughs> I hate that mouse. It's probably not the mouse you hate. It's the elephant, but you fucking taking it out on the mouse. Mm -hmm. Yes. What's okay. the elephant here? There's an, there is obviously a mental narrative that is implying and assuming and just taking it for granted that you're a thing, an object that can, that's a source of subjectiveness, yeah? I'm the one that's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. That's the basis of the whole narrative and it's not right, it's not true. That's why Hoang Po tries to save us tons, tons of time. Whatever can be perceived, can't be perceiving. Well, in the narrative we're listening to all day, that's not seen. That which can be perceived is taking itself, is being appointed as the perceiving. The mental state is implying the body is doing the seeing, the hearing, the feeling, the tasting, the touching. That's not true. Mm. It's not true. So, could you imagine you're at step 84 and bitching about step 84 and 83 and 81, but the whole thing that set the meaning of step 84 is where you started from. That's all fucked. Yeah? Let's mm -hmm. correct that and then see what happens with all the other shit. We used to have this, we had the thing about the brownie, the cheap camera with a little box. You get, only gets one roll. You take eight pictures, you bring it back to the pharmacy. They make the pictures, you throw the box out, right? Has like a plastic lens. You barely can't even see through it. You just point and hope you get a picture. Yeah. 
Now let's say this huge, incredible camera is walking around and sees this little brownie, decides to look through it. While it's looking through it, it seems to forget that it's the big camera and it becomes identified with the brownie. And now it starts feeling a little weird. These pictures suck. I used to have beautiful pictures. I used to have videos. What the fuck? So then it's moved. It doesn't question the idea that it's a brownie or not. It's moved to buy like a $3,000 Nikon lens to put on the lens of the brownie. Not knowing it doesn't matter the lens that comes after the one that's before. The before is going to be the dominant effect, yes? So now you're looking through a plastic lens out through a $5,000 Nikon lens. You're still getting the shitty pictures. Yeah? Instead of seeing, hey, I may not be the brownie, then the big camera backs off, sees the brownie, that validates it's not the brownie, and it doesn't waste $5,000 on a Nikon lens. It already takes beautiful pictures. This is okay. the point. I don't give a shit what happens after. I want to see who is it happening to. Is it true or not? Because truly, who it's happening to is more important than what happens. It is. Yes. Yes, it's... Um... It, it, it's, um, I don't know if I can, um, I don't want to, to take uh, too much time <laughs> from other people who wants to ask, so maybe I will, I will, uh, maybe. Yeah, you got, what is that thing about the hand coming out and slapping? We, we <laughs> would be suitable right now. I'll slap okay. myself first and then whack you. <laughs> All right, good to see you, okay. my friend. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks, Roy. Um, Oh, there was somebody by chat, but she told Kaiser, I th think that she's shy, but... Um, uh, I've, I yeah, invite, yeah, I've got I've the got question. I want to invite her to step up to it because I, I don't think it would be as meaningful unless she, she gave it a try. I mean, and then if she, if she really wants you, us to, then... So if you, don't, if you don't come up, Bev, Kaiser <laughs> will go ahead and read it. Uh, I'll ask you to unmute. So, but if you don't, then Kaiser will read it. I just read it, Kaiser. Okay. Gotcha. So this is from someone who is here that's listening. Why do I feel like I have to clean up my life? If I want to have a beer and cigarette after work, I feel like I'm letting some, something down because I feel like I should be doing something pure. It's a big block for me. I know it's elementary, but I feel like I should be changing from what I've always been. Yes, well, that's, that's, that's the dance of self trying to get out of self. You're neither of those, yeah? If you don't follow it, you get sloppy. If you listen to the second one, you get rigid. Neither of them are you, yeah? So how do you get out? You don't, you realize you weren't in. Did you just hear me? <laughs> yeah, I just heard you. You realize you aren't in. That's how you stay out. 
See, if not, you get caught by this net called self can't get out of self. Now, people understand that intellectually, but how you would really see it as a, ref as a reflection would be self, Paul can't get out of self. See, because self has been taken to be Paul. Paul, it makes complete sense that Paul should get out of self, wants to get out of self, and should try as hard as it can to get out of self, but not knowing that it's AKA self. And therefore it gets caught by this lovely statement, self can't get out of self. Now, you try to tell me your story about Paul can get, can't get out of self as because he didn't do enough, he didn't practice hard enough, he should have done this, he should have done that, all the whipping of your failure to, to escape is explained so beautifully by self can't get out of self. Paul can get out of self just confuses the hell out of Paul. Self can't get out of self is the perfect description of why it doesn't work. Yeah. So one, one commentary of self is the one that's saying uh, I should have a beer and a cigarette. Then there's this, the policeman of self says, no, you shouldn't be having a beer or a cigarette. You should be working harder and getting better. Yes? Yeah. Those are both not you. I, now, maybe you're, gonna be, maybe you're just going to be drawn to start doing things that are nicer to you. But you don't, it's, it doesn't, it's not necessarily going to be directed by either aspect of self. Yeah. I mean, the action figure has a programming at some level that it's trying to take care of itself. I think if you get out of the way, it will. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've said those very things to my, I've said those very things. Like I, if I go walk and I'm exercising and I'm doing all these things, but then this other piece of me wants to be doing some other thing. And I know it has nothing to do with what I'm doing. It has, I, 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 in my head, I know that, but it's like this guilt comes out and like, yes, well, why, did, why didn't I want to go this way? And I went this way. Well, yeah, okay. This is so just, it's not yeah. Uh, this is like uh, you do the robbery and then you you get interrogated for eight to, eight to twelve hours. Yeah, oh, the thing like that drove time. you to do the robbery is now interrogating you yeah. <laughs> for twelve hours. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's neither of them are you, honey. That's the great news, really. I this know, is the relief. News, this is relief like of the bondage of self. This is what but it's we're like. Speaking. I can't get it. It's like I. I mean, I mean, I. I resonate so much with. I think it's Mary. I think her name is Mary. Just like I, when I hear you and I listen to you all the time, and I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe I'm addicted to Paul now. You know, it's just when I hear you, it all feels right, and then like I'm off doing my thing, and then like, oop, I'm gonna go this way, and oop, I'm gonna go this way, and I feel much better when I go this way, but oop, I still like having fun over here, and so what? what is, what is it? What is this whole thing? It's like... <laughs> it's, it's activities, like it's activities and thoughts and feelings being claimed to imply your activities, your thoughts, and your feelings. And because of the dualistic presentation, let's say exemplified by thief and policeman, 
the self is using you like a ping pong table and is having a tournament. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but thank God you're not that. It's grabbing your attention because you assume you're the one and then you assume you're the other one that's pointing out the other one. Yeah, and you're not. This is what happens. By hearing the message, something has been set off in motion, honey. You're not going to probably be able to observe it. You'll recognize it down the road. You'll start losing interest in both of these aspects. Right, right. Like, yeah. I, I'm not going to care whether I'm super healthy or I'm super not healthy. It's just, it's, I'm not going to care. Right? Well, you're going to care, but the care is going to be directed uh, in a much different manner. See what happens if the mental state, if selfing is running your physical, uh, let's say your yoga, your yoga practice, what happens yeah. when you miss an hour of the yoga practice? Then I you have get to do two hours shame, right? The policeman shows up and beats the shit out of you. Right. Yeah. Now, basically, because what you're taking to be your condition is completely conditional. But yet, you are the seeing of all this, and that seeing is unconditional. You, you notice? Yes, I do. I do, but yeah. I still, it's like I wake up in the morning, and <laughs> like what you were no. saying, you're laying in the bed, and you're like, am I going to do the right thing today? Well, I don't know. And I'm like, reconfigure. How reconfigure. about when, that, when you see that, let's say tomorrow morning, when you see, am I going to do the right thing today? Ask, who is it? Who is well, it that's would, asking that? What I've done is like I've heard you say before is um, just reconfigure and I'm trusting. I'm trust the infinite. Trust the infinite. Don't trust me. Trust the infinite. And then I'm walking through and, and the day goes and, and like I can almost feel something coming that I'm probably shouldn't do, you know, and then I go ahead and then I do it. I'm like, okay, trust the infinite. But it's and then I guess I take over. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But it is, I feel like I am in constant guilt if I'm not in my mind doing the right thing. And well, I know I'm not that. Yeah. yeah. It is slavery. It is. It's awful. If that seems so real to you, honey, you have to sort of, why don't you take a look at the, if it sounds like you've been at the recovery meetings, you've got to look yeah. at the idea of surrender. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I've got the book and all that other stuff. And I mean, I don't think, I mean, I don't know that I fall in alcoholism, but it's very interesting to me, the whole thing. I've read the book and I've, I mean, I can see where it kind of comes into my life and not just with alcohol, but with anything. I mean, I guess you can put exercise into that or whatever it is yes, that makes yes, me yes. feel. Yeah. Well, and, there's an addiction to thought, you know, so. Yeah. Well, there's an addiction. It's not you addicted. There's an addiction to thought that really reinforces this idea of being a you to a yeah. point where there's a number of yous. So yeah. you've got oh. the you as the policeman, <laughs> exactly. the you as the thief. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then hope, and then there's another you that's listening to Paul. <laughs> right. And I want to stay with that you. <laughs> It's awful. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
More, hey, honey, uh, all I can say is more will be revealed, yeah? And I hope that you'll come back here and share it. I will. Um, I mean, um, I hey. mean, starting right now, more will be revealed. And when stuff is revealed, honor it. Yeah? Honor that which is not coming from either of these little positions. Yeah, honor it and see what happens. See how you start traveling. Okay. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, Bev. Mm-hmm. Keith, our friend Keith from Sacramento is up next. Hey, we're going to end soon, I think, eh? Pat's the only hand up. I am unmuted. Yeah. All right. All right. Perfect. I mean, then I didn't have a question, Paul. I just wanted to just express some gratitude for Zen bitch slap over the years and especially like the Zoom community and um, the message and all these awesome action figures. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, there's been like, there's been space that's really opened up so, like this this past week and uh, there's nothing to really go into, but cause that's, that's really enough said. And I just, and I know that's the traveling lighter has been, um, uh, some nice little free samples coming and I just wanted to thank you, Paul. And thank this. Thanks Mike and uh, Kaiser and just this awesome little community we got. It's really, it's really, really valuable just kind of getting together and just kind of sitting and, um, like you say, Paul, there's a, it's a nice little fondness for all these squares that kind of come up, just kind of poking through. It's kind of a, it's just, it's just a nice little community, a world community at that. So it's, it's cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. Hey, Bev, are you going crazy? Thanks. Thank you, Keith. Bev, let me, let's speak with Bev for a second. Yeah, Bev, uh, I hope she's finished going crazy. Am I unmuted? Yeah. Yes, I feel like I am going crazy. Am I unmuted? No, we hear you. I mean, I, I, I literally don't really know what to do with myself. That's good. <laughs> um, sitting in a cow pasture surrounded by cow shit. And all my shit, too. And? I'm going to drive out of it. And, yeah, you're going to drive out of the, the cow shit. Yeah, well. Where are you going to go? I guess I'm going to go back to the house. I don't know. Well, that's no, cool. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just had a moment where you thought you were being driven crazy. Well, I mean, isn't that how a lot of people feel? I don't know. I mean, I don't, you know, you say that a lot of people have these same thoughts that I'm having. They're not mine. Yes. So, 
But remember, it's not the thoughts that do the driving crazy. They help facilitate it. It's the idea that they're yours or about you. Yeah. It's a huge yeah, I mean, I could, I could, I could go on such a rant on so many different things. You know, it's just like, okay. No, let's do not do that. No, you can't. I can't do no. that. Um, no, and it's gonna pass, honey, too. Maybe yeah. it could be. It, maybe it could be from two hours of breathing cow manure. I don't know. <laughs> uh, there you go. You laughed at least. That's good. Oh yeah, yeah. No, all is well. I mean, I'm not gonna go. I'm not <laughs> gonna go crazy. I'm not going. So you're gonna you're gonna drive by craziness. You're not actually gonna go to crazy. Right. Just drive by. Right. I'm gonna wave at it. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of good qualities in craziness. There's a good a lot of good qualities in craziness. Well, I keep on like I I walk around just constantly saying I don't know. I just I don't know. Yeah, that's great. I I don't know anything usually that's cool okay I yeah. believe you. see sometimes when the structures that have to- been told or we believe are complete necessary start becoming undone you realize they weren't essential at all yeah so it's actually happy days when you're walking around saying i don't know in zen that's the highest form of mind i don't know yeah. So from my view, it's a, that's a very good sign. It's and the operation isn't over. Yeah. Just stay, right. you know, stay on the table. Don't get up and don't play doctor. Okay. Yeah. This isn't okay. the end of it. See, if things happen, go, you go through some, let's say certain shakedown cruises. Yeah, that allow a, a stabilized traveling lighter. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's, you know, when the head realizes a lot of what it invested in was bogus or counterfeit, it, you know, it can react to it in different ways. It can get totally bummed out because its hope of being special seems to keep it going a lot. Yeah. And when yeah. you start, when you start seeing uh, the sort of emptiness of all of its pursuits, it can be a you know a rude awakening, yeah. Because it gets in a way it's pumping itself up a lot, and out of fear of deflation. But deflation is the beginning of something really cool. So yeah. So, I mean. Am I not supposed to be looking different in my actions and, and my ways? I mean, I, you know, my, my battle is really not with resentments or, or anything like that. I mean, I've done a lot of inquiry, but I, I mean, I don't think I have any of that. I feel like my biggest battle is with, it's just me. It's nobody else. It's just me. Well, thank God, then it's not you, 
That's a good one. Because <laughs> then the battle can be turned off, you know. It can be called off, seriously. Bev, maybe, you know, you're in a process of losing interest in that which thrives on interest. So it, 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 will, it will keep trying to exert its gravitational muscles to pull the attention and interest back in. And you're outgrowing it. Like it says, your, uh, your head is in the tiger's mouth. It's a done deal. Yeah? It's like I was telling my husband, I said, I feel like it's getting worse. Like it wakes me up at night. All this chatter, it just wakes me up at night. And I feel like I'm under this attack. It's well, like, you it, very well it, may it, be. Yeah, it's not a very, it's a jealous, it's, there, is, there isn't a thing, but the system tends to have a jealous sort of streak. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like the Old Testament God. You know, yeah, it doesn't brook well, any other God before it. It's a jealous God. It sounds like the head. So, yeah, it's, uh, I remember the, the just the, when I, the day I got struck sober and circumstances were set in motion and a woman came up to where I was and was giving me a ride back to San Francisco and in that hour and a half, I waited for her to get where I was. The alcoholism, you know, regrouped. It, had, it took another deep breath. And as soon as I got in the, gar, the car, it came up with like its last hurrah, so to speak. And it tried to talk her into, because I had no money, I had to talk her into doing what I wanted. And the thing is, I didn't even want it anymore. So it was like its last hurrah. He tried to talk the lady into stopping, getting some beer, copping some Coke, getting some dirty magazines, renting a hotel room and shit. She had followed that equation with me a number of times, hadn't been that satisfying for her. So she said no. And that was the last time it had any big blow up. Yeah. It's been, it went meekly ever since that day. It's been amazing. But that was its last hurrah. It threw out the rope and it hoped it would catch something and there was something going on that was more powerful than it. And uh, I've been clean and sober for 32 years since then. And I mean, the problem doesn't exist with me. I don't have, I've never had a strong thought or a strong feeling to use or drink. And that's, that's, that's trusting the infinite, right? And I'm, I'm, I'm. Well, yeah, that was the infinite uh, whacking me. And then basically, uh, it's sort of like you come to a sober conclusion. You're not going to win if you argue with reality. Yeah, you just better <laughs> just go along with the plan, so to speak. Yes. You could call that trusting the infinite. The important thing is not to trust the finite, just to see what, see that that's the fact right now. We're trusting the finite concerning trusting the infinite. Yeah? Oh my God. That's the bondage of self. We're identified as the finite self. But we're not, but the head is. And so the head. It will, it will pray and say, I'm going to trust the infinite, but it's really trusting itself while trying to trust the infinite. You see right. what you're not, and now you're in that I don't know. And you know what? The cards are going to get shuffled, honey, and things are going to be different. So 
this is where you trust the process, yeah? Because you can't turn the engine off, it's done, it's on. <laughs> you might as well. <laughs> if you have any leanings, I would lean towards trust. Well, the fact is for me, I've had many moments in this life where I felt something like coming in me and I would say yes to that. And by seeing the results of those yeses, I have an intimacy of what was directing me. And I have faith in that, yes. I have I faith in that, I do. So there you go, Bev. And don't I be do. shy, just go on the phone, just come on and talk to us, yeah? <laughs> okay, thank you. I gotta get going, I'm a little, I'm getting fried out here. Yeah, bye. You're a perfect person to end with, Bev. And uh, remember, you're a lifetime member of ZenBitchSlap.com. Oh, you don't yay. even have to want to be. You're a lifetime member. All right. You get, you get all the benefits of a membership. I don't know what they are, but you get them all. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Bye. I'm going to say goodbye to everybody, eh? Bye. All right, Mike. And then you'll stay, keep the room open and stuff? Thanks. All right. Judith, the rock of Hawaii. Nice to see you, honey. We got Christopher. Nice to see you, Christopher. Triplet. Uh, we got Kaiser. Kaiser, thanks for all the service. Yeah. Joseph C. Nice to see you. you got a... Chris, Michael, with my, my, my friend from the peninsula. South of Melbourne. Yes, I miss that place. I hope to see you soon, Michael. Good. Can't wait, Paul. It'd be great to have you. You're back. right next to you're right next to a Kiwi, Robert French. He's in the yeah. square. Next to you. I'll, yeah, I'll be out of Melbourne. Too. All of you guys corralled in one little bunch of squares. <laughs> All right, let me go to the next. Uh, we got George. Hey, George, thank you so much for. Uh, I didn't know they had currency in the void. Yeah, that's pretty cool. We got Tarek, nice to see you. Roman and Barbara. Are you living, you got a little A-frame there. Yeah. We got Z, Z, I'm hoping to come by. This has gone a little late. I'll leave as soon as possible. Z. We got Jeremy, nice to meet you, Jeremy. Ben, Ben, thank you for that lovely, uh, I don't know what it was, the prose, very good. We got uh, Faye, nice to see you, Faye. We got Trisha, nice to see you, Trisha. Norman, yeah, always a pleasure to see you, Norman. Susan, uh, let me see, I got, I got, uh, yes, I got Tarek, all right. We got Victor, Victor, and Jacob, the two young dynamos, yes, of the, uh, the Zen Bitch Slap Mentoring School. <laughs> <laughs> we got Sylvester, nice to see you, Sylvester. It'd probably be easier to gaze out the window if you move the blinds. Yeah. We got Dennis. <laughs> we got Dennis, Keith. Johannes, Keith, another Keith, Keith from uh, Petaluma. We got John K, P. 
Peter, nice to see you, Peter. I'd like to get down there again. John Reed, Tom Harmon, Tom Harmon, Gary, Sarah, relaxing in Greece. Nice to see you, honey. Draw, thank you for uh, the questioning, Draw. Thank you. We got Randy. Randy is, is, is uh, he's one of the first Zoomites. Nice to see you, Randy. Glenda O'Driscoll, she's one of the first. Yes, <laughs> my favorite last from Ireland. We got, we got Henry from, uh, I think, Amsterdam, yes? Or in the Netherlands somewhere. Harry Klein, he's here, very uh, happy. There's Robert Helmer in uh, lovely Nelson, British Columbia. Love you, Paul. Yeah, bro, it's good to see you, man. We got Mike. The iPad, he's almost went to sleep just then. It's time. We got, let's see. Oh, we got Monique. Monique, my little uh, ceremonial. We got, uh, we got, let me see. Oh, Phoenix, Phoenix Elroy. Nice to see you, Phoenix. Andreas, nice to see you, Andreas. Keep waiting. There's going to be news from Zen Bitch Slap one day. Yeah, I'm, I'm hanging in there. <laughs> <laughs> We got Chris. Chris, nice to meet you, Chris, over there. Helen. Helen, you're being a much, uh, you're uh, looking a lot lighter, eh? Mm -hmm. yeah, just believe it or not. We got Bev. Bev, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got a lot of people here today. We got uh, some of them. We got Barona. I see someone at China, Barona, we got Nadia, we got Marianne, nice to know her. Where's the, oh, Baron at sea, Baron at sea, nice to see you, Baron. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, what, what sea are you on? I'm in Australia on the East Coast. Oh, wow. What's that? Uh, I, I work on a, work on a prom shawl, I'm at sea working. A troller. Well, it's nice to see you, Baron. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Uh, thanks, mate. I watch all the time. I usually get you on the YouTube. So I'm stoked you put them up there because I'm always working and never get to get into the Zoom meetings. But I, I always catch up. Love your work. <laughs> all right. Thanks, yeah. man. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else, thanks, everybody. Uh, Pleasure. And, thank uh, you. Nobody Hello. like you, Paul. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Fantastic. See everyone. Don't hesitate to donate if you feel the need. Feed my greed. <laughs> New shirt's coming in. Ah. Thanks, Paul. I can't get the Oz without the cash. All right. See you. Thanks, Paul.